What's up, everyone? This is Ryan Casada. This is the third podcast episode. Today, I am here with my friend, John Jeremy, who is also in recovery. We are both sober a pretty similar amount of time, and we are both artists, musicians, performers, and we have worked on a song together, which I'll play at the end of this episode for your listening pleasure. Yeah, what's up, John? Yo, Ryan, what's going on? I'm good. How, how are you doing? How's this uh, corona life treating you? Oh, corona life is excellent. You know, it's just keep, <laughs> it's keeping me, you know what, it's, it's keeping me like an amoeba, always just kind of configurating and switching and rolling with the punches, which I yeah. never, as the years go on, I'm getting better rolling with the punches. You know, I had to build that thick skin of like, you know, uh, you know, this is happening, have to have to accept it now, like this is changing or this is whatever. So, yeah. So you feel like it's helping you to go with the flow more? Oh, yeah, definitely. Actually, before Corona, I remember a year ago, probably around this time, I was looking into uh, like, I was looking up Taoism and Taoism and stuff mm. like that. And it's the it's the it's the philosophy of flow. It's the philosophy mm. of like going with the flow. Don't go against it. Go with it. So like if something disastrous is happening, instead of like our natural reaction to go against it, it's kind of like go with the flow. And that way, you can like learn from the experience that even if it's pain and even if it's mm. tragedy or something uncomfortable, that if you go with the flow, um, which is that whole philosophy that you end up actually, you know, going on the correct journey that you're supposed to, because, you know, in life it's inevitable, you know, stuff's going to happen good, bad, and indifferent. So as long as we don't go against the current and go with the flow, it, it, it seems to be more of a smoother transition. Yeah. I think that too. I think that like another way to say that is like, accepting reality accepting what is happening now because i think people suffer when they are not in acceptance right like if you're oh, not yeah. accepting the now then you're suffering like there's there's a difference between pain and suffering like pain is you know oh like i'm feeling sad about this or i'm feeling hurt over this but when you don't accept what happened then you go into suffering which feels worse than pain in my own personal opinion so i've actually i feel like i've evolved during this quarantine and i've been able to stay in the now more and i've been more mindful and i definitely feel like i definitely relate to what you're saying about just going with the flow <laughs> yeah trying to go with Down it you know mm-hmm being able to change, like, you know, especially when you're, like you said, you talked about like that mindfulness, like being right in the moment, like right in this moment, recording it in this second, able to mm -hmm. like, even if I was feeling tired or some type of way I could like change right now and be like, I'm here. What's up? Like, you know, change the mood, change everything. Cause I'm now in awareness, which is a beautiful yeah. thing. And you did. Yeah. Say, and I thought you were going to say that saying you were right there in the cusp. I, when you were speaking, I, I remember the saying, it says that pain is inevitable and suffering is optional. Mm. And I thought that, I thought that's where you were going with it because when you were talking, I, it just, I remember the saying now and I was like, oh, that's so true. What Ryan's saying is true that it is like, you know, the, the suffering is optional because if I, you know, and, and I suffer sometimes still because I just, uh, my initial jerk reaction is to not like, you know, to kind of, not want it to be the way it is. If I heard some news or something is going yeah, on, I'm like, oh man, like, and then, and then I could like sometimes, 
then it takes me that little bit of getting used to it and accepting it and uh, being involved in it. It's funny be- that you mentioned that because uh, I saw, I-, I read a little while uh, ago that um, what was the difference between the admitting and accepting and mm-hmm. admitting because there was like a difference and it said admitting is more like you, uh, you kind of like a, a confess. So mm. when I admit something, I confess it, right? You, you know, you admit it. Do you admit it? Yeah, I admit it. It's like a confess. And then accepting is more uh, uh, agreement. Mm. So you, you agree with it. So accepting means, all right, this is, I agree with you. This is it. Like, you know, yeah, you're not saying, time. oh, I accept that this is good. You're just accepting that it's, this is what is. Yeah, I agree. I agree with this. Doesn't mean like, you, you like know. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, liking and, and accepting are, could, could be two totally different Oh, yeah, things. which I think people totally get that mixed up. They don't, you know, they don't know. So it's important to say things like this. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 which is, that's why I like going with the flow because I had no idea this is the first few minutes we'd be talking about <laughs> accepting uh, and, yeah, it's and, flo- and going with the flow. Flowing. And I said, wow, th- that's, that's what's great about podcasts in general because then you get to like, you know, have a real conversation and whatever mm-hmm. organically pops up you guys get to talk about which i love yeah so speaking of uh going with the flow and flow in general um flow. so you are a rapper and we've yes. we've we've played shows together we've done some open mics well a ton of open mics right like you're from long island um and you're there now where i where i grew up and we met on long island in recovery community um and we we did a ton of open mics right oh my god i think we did too many too many wait why too many i was i was going to open mics every day every Um, day yeah because i mean if there was an open mic i was going because when i first started going i kind of set out to myself where i was like i'm very uncomfortable going and performing a Mm. lot so i i kind of i kind of like did it to myself where i said all right john you're going to go every day until you're not uncomfortable. And, and then like, I try to find as many open mics and like during the week, Monday through Friday, there was always an open mic. Whoa. So I actually had a, I, yeah, I actually had a list of open mics and I went and then that's when I got involved with the, the muse shout out mm. to the muse because they're, they're like, the, yeah, that they're place like, is awesome. the guys in the muse, like a family. So like they really welcomed me in. And like I said, I've been to so many open mics for a very long time that like mm-hmm. I, can, I can't really say that too many open mics not that I'm dissing those open mics I love them too but the muse was a definitely welcome yeah community. I love that one yeah and that's you actually I think more than once maybe twice or more you were the feature right for yeah yeah mics. when I would come visit they would like let me feature which was awesome like throw it in the tour what's the craziest thing that happened to you at one of these open mics or that you saw oh the craziest thing I actually I was, I'm trying to think of like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, to be honest, it, it's just like so many things that I'm not even sure I want to mention it on a ah! podcast because it's just, it's, it's, it's just like, you know, it's kind of like cringy more than like funny. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I could mention it, but like, yeah, just, um, whatever you feel so, comfortable telling them. I just said, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'll mention it, whatever. All right, like, all right. uh, I, one of them I wasn't there for one, one thing was, um, the whole reason like one of our open mics supposedly was not allowed to go to this back to this coffee shop was because there was a fight broke out or something from and it wasn't even <laughs> one of us supposedly it was like you know some local guy that was homeless came in and he started to you know uh do some things and we were, oh, we were trying to like 
to fix that situation. Oh, but, man. Um, it, it, you know, when you go to these things, you see crazy things and like, you know, um, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. I felt, I felt kind of bad. This is a bad story and I'll share it. Okay. I felt bad. <laughs> like um, this girl, she was doing something really nice. Like she was, she was selling these like bracelets and they were for mm-hmm. like suicide awareness. Yeah, and it was a very great cause and everything like that. And one of my good friends, unknowingly, like very innocent friend, like very, you know, talented singer and poet and everything, like went up there and like did this whole parody from uh, Bo Berman. So Bo Berman is a, is a very famous uh, comedian. Yeah. Song, songwriter. You know Bo Berman? Yeah, He's yeah. A lot of spe- so you know his stuff. And like he did a whole song that was kind of like, basically, I think the song was like, uh, go kill yourself or something like that so like she did the whole she did the whole song in the back about go kill yourself and the girl in the front was selling like and like I was and that's like a cringy moment where I'm just like oh uh, because I I, because dude I think I was hosting that open mic I believe so if I was not incorrect I was hosting it but it was kind of ironic funny cringy like and shocking at the at the same time like you have all these emotions that are popping up and you're like, I don't know which emotion to react to. So I'm just going to sit here and process because I have no idea. Like, you feel like, what's happening? You know, Do you feel like a lot on? of people on Long Island aren't aware of, like, social issues? Um, I feel more and more now, more people are. Um, you know, I don't know exactly how to, like, so bring it's up changing. certain... It's always changing. I mean... Um, yeah, yeah. Because they had rallies and stuff, right? They had protests. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I wasn't sure if I could bring that up. Um, I've been, I personally, just in my experience, I've been to a lot of of rallies and protests. I Mm -hmm. I went to a lot of them around here, and I was so surprised at, like, how many people, like, uh, how many people went out, how many people came out. Um, There was, you know, at the ones that I was at, nothing was anything, you know, negative of course like little scuffles here and there because people were antagonist I, I mean from my own eyes I saw antagonists that were going around oh, like yeah. I didn't like it um you know and no people human beings don't have to agree with each other as long as they have the respect to let yeah respect and be nice yeah respect each other's uh, ability to, to think different and yeah exactly and not have to get so emotionally you know um or like let it turn into past emotions like you could be emotional about it and like talk about it but um what i but so many people would show up at these places and they did just talk about like wanting peace and wanting to like mm-hmm. you know try to rectify uh what they thought you know and things like that and just trying to get to it and i think you know a lot of people everywhere is just trying to do it. but like long island has changed and new york you know has changed oh, wow. so, over, over the years you know yeah um, would you say it's changed more in a positive way during this uh, time of protests and, you know, the, the awareness now is heightened, right? The awareness will shift. I, I think people, you know what, maybe, uh, maybe I think it has shift and it could be for various amount of reasons. Mm-hmm. I think perhaps because, you know, uh, one, one, a part of a reason could be probably that people were, staying home more home more with the family finally you know you 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 know your dog sees you every day like type thing like where <laughs> you start to see like kind of what's important even though mm. like you know it's always nice to 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 
to go and do your own thing from that. But a lot of us, uh, to be honest, in New York, I don't know if you felt the energy or the vibe. Have you ever felt the energy or vibe that it was always go, 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 go here? Yes, New York is totally like that. And you, yeah. I mean, you visited SF and it's, that's like a way slower atmosphere, right? Everybody was pretty chill. It, you yeah. know, everybody's pretty chill. Yeah, everybody's like pretty laid back and chill. And, um, but, you know. Uh, do you feel like LA is like New York in that aspect of go, mm-hmm. go, go? I would say not- LA is slower. Like it's, it's normal to be late here to things, especially because of the traffic. Um, mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I would say it's slower here. I feel like New York is just like a quick paced city where we're all always rushing. We're always doing stuff. And it's like, it's about being like productive and we have to be here and there. I mean, we've run around like crazy, right? Dude, I thing and one hundred percent. I totally to the diner, to something else. You know, like making oh my, thing. My tension has tension. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I, like it literally made me so like. Yeah, I just felt. I I think, you know, my 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 higher power that like, I was able to find recovery because I am in a state of mind right now where I'm very at peace and like. Now I'm peace at my with myself to be honest. So it's like I go, I go where I need to go, but I also make sure like this thing that I think that I have to do, but in reality I don't have to do them. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. No, like, exactly. It's like time to yeah. chill a little bit, right? Exactly. And I think yeah. here in here in New York in this section all over, it's like we we tend to we grow up with this mentality. It's like no, no, you have to do, like, you have to do this. And it's like, you know, uh, you have to go to, let's say karate class. I don't know. I'm just making something up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Actually, it's like, actually, no, you don't have to go to karate class. You can call out or you whatever. Like, yeah, you'll miss that class, but you don't have to do that. Like, you have to go to work. And even then, if you're sick, you don't have to go to yeah, work. Like, I feel like we, they don't value mental health as much. Like, they're not aware of oh, health, right? Like, my God. And, Dude, I'm telling you, I told my friend the other day, I said, I'm not into politics, but if I was to run for president ever, I said mm-hmm. my, entire, my entire platform would be emotional and mental health. That's it. I would say take all the monies, <laughs> throw that right into that because I think that all of, our, all of our dysfunctions, everything that's happening where like we're just doing things that are running on emotions and what's even wrong with our emotions and why do we think the way we think, all of that boils down to a lot of emotional and mental issues that we all all have grown up with in some way shape or form whether it was the school you went to i i grew up in brentwood uh mm-hmm. new york which uh president trump came to brentwood because of the the issues with, with uh, some gangs yeah with gang stuff so like there was like that's how that's how like you know you know engrossed we are you know with certain like i grew up in a, in a tough in a tough area mm-hmm. so you know so my background and the way i am is an accumulation of that, you know, and, and now I, you know, I go to therapy to help out with it. I, I, Mm -hmm. I I go to recovery and talk to recovery people and I stay, you know, away from, you know, like drugs and alcohol, obviously. And like, that helps me. So I'm saying, I think mental and emotional health, definitely to, in my book, number one, take a mental health day, take a mental health day. If you need it, people like, you know, you're you're more important. We don't need you to have a heart attack heart attack on on the on the on the you know work floor or whatever because yeah, you know stress, you, right? yeah dude yeah 100 percent. that's man. so Go many home. people it's yeah chill do something you know 
paint or something, right? Watch TV every once in a while, like take time. You started getting into paint. You started getting yeah, into painting, dude. Right? It's so healing. I mean, I you know uh, I love art, and it's just like another form of art. It's like another form of writing a song. So it feels really like positive for me. Have you been working on music during this? I just got a song today. Me and my my um engineer who does my mm -hmm. mixing and mastering like we've been going back and forth since yesterday so i was in brooklyn yesterday and i heard the oh, mix cool. and it sounded good in my headphones yeah. but i needed to get back to my car and i went you know I, let, I drove in my friend's car and like you know my friend said the vocals were kind of lower so we needed to fix that so all you people out there that know that don't know about music it's such a process it with is the music because I'm telling you, we're on we're on revision nine. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're on revision number nine. I'm like, oh, change it. And because as I'm listening to it more, I'm like, you know what? Put this effect on this. Take that out. Uh, lift this part out. These four mm. bars over here. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then like, it's it's like painting. So every stroke, everything you do, like when Bob Ross, you know, does his show and he's painting. You don't even see. He's like, you know what? Let's add a little bush here. And you're like, how is he going to add a little bush there? And he does it. You're like, wow, I thought that bush was Whoa. there the entire time. So like we're painting this audible, you know, true, masterpiece. True. So I just got this song today. And uh, maybe actually uh, I'll send you a link because I'm trying to figure I have two versions and the, and the, the volumes are different. Mm -hmm. So maybe you can give me your opinion of which one your ear thinks is a better. Yeah, I'll bump it. Yeah, my one ear. I'll bump it on the, <laughs> I'll bump it on yeah. my studio speakers. Um, All right, tell me so, what is better. So we'll go yeah, back yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, it will. So we've, we've <laughs> known each other for like almost seven years now, right? Yeah, we've known each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, exactly. that's so almost long. So it's seven years of friendship. And we, you've come out to SF. You've come out to LA. Obviously, I've spent like a lot of time on Long Island hanging out and stuff. Um, what are some of your like favorite memories? What like stands out in your mind? of times that we've been together and in our friend circles and stuff. Uh, man, I could, I can go on all day with that. One of my favorite, I mean, let's, let's say one of my favorite memories without the friend, without the gang, uh, I would say probably when I went to SF the first time mm -hmm. and then we, and then I had the opportunity to travel down to, to LA and you oh, actually yeah. didn't, I don't know if you remember, but you didn't have to, but you said you got to see, you know, highway one. So yeah. we'll take highway one, even though it's like three hours longer and it was such a trip worth it. We went to like, uh, so we beautiful. passed by, yeah, we passed by Big Sur. We had like a push-up contest for yeah. some reason. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember why we had a push-up contest. Stretch out. Dude, we ate at like some really good places. Like I remember, I think it was a Thai place we stopped by, but that really, yeah. I, I say, I, I say so that good. because I don't know if you remember this. Now I remember we mm -hmm. went, we left, I think we left that that Thai place and I don't know where it was but it was on the way to LA I don't think we were in LA yet um, okay so we, we left and you were driving do you remember we got attacked by a raccoon like I don't, oh, I don't know if it was a yeah, raccoon or something. It, yeah it headed straight for us it just came <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if you were like driving like you stopped you're like what's going like, you're like what's they, going yeah, they were on? like in the street ready to like pounce. like no I think they're like yeah we're running up to the car like they were jumping on the hood or something i don't know some crazy thing was happening i was like dude what i'm like what's happening i was like this is california this <laughs> <laughs> is your intro and then we went so then we, we played this show at this crazy warehouse it was so cool remember like everything was graffitied and all of that and then which they, one the one at the one with the tvs 
Yeah, with all the yeah, with the background wall TVs, and then they put us in this hotel, and like all the windows were blacked out, and we were like, "Oh, it's a little scary to you know." You got to sleep with one eye open, so we ended Dude, up staying where, at one of my friends' houses. Where was the hotel? Was think, it in like Compton or like? I think so, and it was like hella far from where we were. It was straight. I thought I was in the movie Friday. We that's exactly <laughs> when we drove through. I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "It's exactly like." that movie like they portrayed it very well as like you know very awesome like you know that this oh, wherever man. we were that's what it looked like and i was like okay cool i guess we're gonna stay here and you're like <laughs> nah, i'm okay i'm okay oh, okay man. with that we could stay somewhere and then we stay with with one of your buddies uh yeah the, the, the youtube thing right yeah youtubers that was like a, a professional like the professional YouTuber. yeah yeah definitely definitely we had those Mission Burritos, San Francisco. Now, that's the San Francisco treat. The, yeah, the real treat real. is the, the Mission Burritos. Like the the mission burritos, burritos hella beat New York burritos. I think, I think in California in general, you guys probably have the best and probably for a good reason had the best uh, Mexican food, of course. So good. It's your neighbor right there, your neighbor to the south. Dude, one time I was coming back from SF to L.A., and I literally, mm-hmm. like, brought a cooler with ice, and I just ordered, like, three Mission Burritos and put them in the cooler and brought them back to L.A. and froze them in my freezer so that I would have the San Francisco burritos here. Oh, did you do that? Didn't they send it to you? Didn't my friends. You order- yeah, one of my friends, he, like, fr- like, what is that? That dry ice thing? He puts them in dry ice and mails them to people. Because, like, people love the San Francisco burrito. I think that that's a dedicated friend, to be honest. That's probably one of the most dedicated things a friend. Yeah. I want to have that friend. A friend that will send me burritos is a friend for life. I'll tell you that right now. And get because all the dry here, ice and everything. <laughs> dude, here, well, here uh, in Islip, we mm-hmm. have Bubba's burritos. And yeah, which is great. Me and my friend Mike, we go on Bubba's dates all the time. Shout out <laughs> to Mike. We go, we go and we just like have Bubba's burritos. That is the best burrito here. I could, I mean, I, I love burritos. I love going to different breed, uh, burrito spots. And uh, right now, Bubba's Burritos is the closest, but I don't think they're as good as, obviously, as the Mission Burritos. No, those, 17 those are the Valencia. Deal. Yo, drama Shout in the out. streets. Oh, my gosh. Remember I used to make this show on Snapchat? And I, because I was like working for Grubhub, but there was like barely any work at that time. So basically, I was was on 21st in Valencia like all the time, just like waiting for orders. So I made this show on Snapchat. It was to friends only, and I would report all of the news from there. It was actually pretty funny because um, (laughs) for those who don't know, like I'd just be chilling and I get a Snapchat, and it was, I was like, oh, it's Ryan. Okay. And I look at it, and it's just like, (laughs) Like, something's going on. Like, you just see, like, you know, lights or sirens or something. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, drama in the streets, reporting. <laughs> drama in the reporting streets. from 21st in Valencia. in Valencia. And then I would be, like, hella waiting. And I'd be like, no news is good news. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow. <laughs> so I was getting all the good stuff happening over there. Oh, man. A lot, of, a lot of drama. I did like San Francisco. And obviously, you love it because you were there for a while. Yeah, what a great city, for real. Was the transition hard for you from San Francisco to LA or? No, I feel like, honestly, like, I feel like San Francisco, the music scene and is not as popping. And like, also like the acting scene is just like here in LA and, you know, I dove into that. So it's just like, 
I feel like LA is where I need to be right now, especially like as a young person in the industry. Um, San Francisco's like just a, like you know it's definitely slowed down. And I mean, one time I like visited San Francisco for two days, and then I booked a commercial, and I had to like leave my car in San Francisco to be able to like go fly to LA for like four hours to be able to shoot this commercial and then go back to SF like because I was like staying in SF and I couldn't drive down fast enough to like make it to this commercial shoot so like that you know that's just like that's LA like you got to be here and ready to go at any time because there's work here you know it's a opportunity has a transit has a transit out there Oh, it's all right. I mean, people like it. It's definitely not as good as, as San Francisco, in my opinion. Um, but LA is like way bigger of a city. Like San Francisco is a pretty tiny city. People don't really know that. I think it's like seven miles by, by seven miles where like LA is so spread out. Yeah, I felt like it took me five minutes to get to like e- anywhere, like from yeah, Chinatown or the wharf. Like I would get an Uber and it'd be like five minutes. I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like right around the corner it's literally yeah san corner. francisco's awesome <laughs> oh yeah, yeah you were like, there when i got jeffrey remember oh jeffrey yeah in you case of those people who don't know jeffrey <laughs> is your My is dog. your lovely partner in crime all right he was nuts when i got him remember he was very traumatized i believe yeah he was uh, wilding so, out but he war- he warmed up he warmed up uh, like yeah as i was there and then you know throughout the years that you that you've had him since like now it's like he's a, it, do you, i mean right it's a big change he's not the same oh dog. yeah he was so wild when i first got him and it just took basically he just needed to be shown love you know and that's like what a lot of rescue dogs need they just need some love like that's all he really needed and to feel comfortable and safe and now he's just like a really good dog i mean he barks at squirrels and other dogs but what you gonna do right yeah, he's a he's like I'm a dog. He, I'm still gonna be a dog. He's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny that you say it like that because I I often feel that people that are in recovery are, are like are pretty much like rescue animals because like we've been traumatized and we've been yeah. hurt and that's why we need a lot of patience and tolerance within ourselves. Uh, yeah, so like when somebody funny. comes, yeah, when somebody comes and like you know they're just raw and like Jeffrey, what like Jeffrey was just you know he was scared and he would you know kind of like snap and bite because he was like traumatized yeah he was scared he was hella imagine imagine that on a human level like you know people coming into recovery like yeah dude they're gonna snap and they you know they're gonna bark and they might bite you so like you have to be careful but but able to show love yeah for real um so how long have you been sober i know you're coming up on a special day nine days god willing god will uh, I'll have seven years in <laughs> wow. nine days, October thirteenth. Yeah, boy. I heard that when you have, when you get, like, when seven years pass, all the cells that were in your body, like seven years ago, are like all replaced. I don't know if that's true or not. Could be a hoax, but like, I, um, you're you're brand new now. Yeah, when I shared it with my speaker, uh, uh, one of my friends that's gonna, you know, just kind of talk for me during mm-hmm. some stuff. Um, my friend, like she mentioned that she, uh, my friend Danielle, and uh, I love her to death. Uh, she actually, you know, when I had five years, she gave me a little necklace I'm wearing right now around uh-huh. my neck. It's, a tur- it's like an ivory, looks like a turtle. It's like a sea turtle. It's really nice. And so she, uh, yeah, she's going to 
like, you know, kind of come and celebrate with me uh, when I, on my seven years. And she said, wow, that's a big, that's a big number. And I'm like, what do you like? I'm like, is it? I'm like, okay. I'm like, great. You know, she's like, yeah. She goes, every cell in your body is replaced. So now she said, no drugs or alcohol has touched this yeah. new body. And that just made me feel like really special. And it's funny that you mentioned it because I guess it's a thing that I've never really heard because yeah, people usually, dope. yeah, people usually make more of a bigger deal with the, uh, like a, a, a somebody who's like, you know, just coming up on one year or somebody coming up on mm. five years or, or 10 totally years. But I never, yeah. Your body like doesn't even remember now. Yeah, That's exactly. Crazy. I'm like, I'm Ooh. six months behind you. So yeah, exactly. I'll, have, I'll have seven years in March. So all my cells are uh, changing too. <laughs> Apparently, unless it's a myth. We're no, not no, scientists. No, but well, Google um, it. Well, do you know that like you, you get new skin every two to three weeks. So what? the skin, on, yep, the skin is like replaced every two. Look it up. You can go and Google so it, YouTube. we're kind of like snakes. We're kind of like, yeah. So we're that's reptilian? What I mean. Oh, no. But the but if I'm getting new skin every like two, three, three weeks or whatever, like, I mean, how do my tattoos stay on? That's what I want to know. All you yeah, scientists what? out there, tattoo artists, I want you guys to like comment or wherever we're going to put this or find a way to like, you know, get back to Ryan and me. And, and I yeah. would love to know how <laughs> my, <laughs> tattoos, my tattoos stay so fresh. Hell yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> do you have anything else you want to say or you want to shout out your your uh instagram and stuff so people could tell to answer our questions yes <laughs> slide oh, 100 yo can you guys slide into my dms can you like you know i have every social Shoot media you can, shot. i get a lot of like literally people on, on twitter instagram you know still with the facebook and uh tiktok whatever you guys want like it's all john jeremy so j-o-n-j-e-r-e-m-y or you could just go to johnjeremy.com and uh, I think that maybe, maybe the link tree is up there, but yeah, you know, yeah. Spotify, Apple music. It's so simple. Like I've made sure that like, it's almost like you cannot not find me. Just Google me then. If you Google can find, have, yeah. J-O-N-J-O-N-J-O-N-J-O-N. And he's in one of my songs. We're going to play it. Yeah. Look at the world, right? We did it a few years ago. While I was in New York. So we'll put it at the end of this and we hope oh, there, there, yeah. you'll keep listening. Yeah, no, definitely. Hell yeah. Excellent. All right. Hell yeah, man. It's good to catch up on Yo, it's the great to catch podcast up. life. <laughs> Yo, Ryan, Ryan, I love you very much. I love you too, you, man. You've been like the hugest part of my life in and out of recovery. So just wanted to say that. Damn, yeah. dude. That Don't make out. me cry on here. It's okay to show your emotions. You're right. It is. It is. <laughs> Let's end toxic masculinity. Yes. Fuck yeah. All right. Everyone cry. Everybody cry. Cry. It's good cry. for you. It's so good <laughs> for you. It's great. All right. I'm going to end this. Peace out, everybody. for singing into a shitty mic but man i can't even afford no studio time right but there's issues that disgust me that i need to discuss like these people killing people rushing out tears and blood there's terror in the world there's terror in the world someone called the police oh wait no they twirled who we gonna call when the world's on fire when the cops are burning cities like they're holding up lighters the world's in distress people getting bombed Worried about a boy in a dress, then you're the problem. Wasting time singing these songs of hate. We should be filled up with rage. Because
because of the state of the nation hating because of races everybody just a different face and inside we all the same and inside we all one race so shame 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 on the haters they're a waste yeah we all one race i can't look at the world when we're living this way i can't look at the world when we're sinking in pain And we'll all be colorblind. I can't look. 